proven steps to help Christian entrepreneurs grow and scale their business elegantly against all odds with best-selling author Kelly Bader, the Christian CEO, on episode number 162 of the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. That's where how we say, how do you, you know, serve your number one client with your number one solution by uh, the number one communication and by the current best version of you. So it's one, 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 one. Hi, this is Dan Miller from 48days.com, where I help folks like you find the true path to a meaningful, purposeful, and profitable life in 48 days. Dr. Brad Miller is here to guide you on your path to your promised life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Welcome to the Beyond Adversity Podcast with Dr. Brad Miller the show dedicated to helping you crush adversity and succeed in life. Brad believes you deserve a life that is fulfilling and impactful. And this show is designed to help you navigate beyond adversity and achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Now, here's Dr. Brad. Hello, good people, and welcome to Beyond Adversity. This is the podcast where we help you to grow through what you go through, helping you to achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Over the course of over 160 episodes, which you can find at drbradmiller.com, we have talked with leaders and teachers and healthcare professionals, people who can speak into your life and help you to gain traction to gain a process to help you to not be just stuck in adverse conditions like depression or divorce or disease or debt or death, but to find a way out. You go to drbradmiller.com. We've got a free gift for you there. All of this is meant to help transform your life. On today's episode, number 162, she overcame incredible abuse and a cultural bias towards baby girls and women who were seen as property or baby-making machines as a child and as a youth. In the business world, she faced racism and sexism and people who even purposely placed physical blocks in her way, including the location of ladies' rooms, if you can believe that, in her way. As an entrepreneur and author, she faced executives who said that she would just should just forget about starting a business because of her accent. But it seems in this case, as she writes, life messed with the wrong girl. Why? Because in this case, this girl is a child of God, and her name is Kelly Bader. She blogs at kellybader.com. That's K-E-L-L-Y-B-A-A-D-E-R.com. Kelly Bader wrote the book, A Little Girl Called Grace, 
And she has the podcast, the Christian CEO podcast. And she indeed is the CEO of Influential Entrepreneurs, LLC. And what she focuses on is advancing Christ-centered entrepreneurs with a step-by-step process. And she calls this the Power of One Framework. So this is a faith-based episode here today, friends. But it's also one that's going to be helpful to all of you who are listening who want to have a successful life in the business world, overcoming incredible odds. Indeed, her story is powerful. It is spiritual. It is transformative. And I was blessed by our conversation. And it's a thrill to have Kelly Bader with us today. She's our guest on the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. Let's get into that conversation right now. Kelly, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. It is awesome to have you here. You are quite a successful uh, businesswoman in your own right right now. But I know that in your life, that has not always uh, been the case. We'll learn more about your successes in business in just a minute, uh, particularly in your emphasis as a Christian CEO. But tell us a little bit about your background and particularly, Kelly, some of the uh, challenges or adversities you may have faced that you had to become successful in your life at this time? Sure. You know, I was born at a time, the time and the place when baby girls were not valued much. We were just seen as a future baby production machine. No need to invest as anything, a special education. And so growing up, there was about one and a half decades of my life. I never know what going to happen to me in the night because my mom and her drunker boyfriends. So it was very dark at that seasonal time. I'm talking about family violence, sexual abuse. And after that, you know, while... Just, just to clarify, Kelly, that was growing up. You said the time and the place. Could you clarify the place where we're talking about? Well, I was born and raised in Taiwan. And then after that, though, while I was you know, after the university and I tried to climb the corporate ladder, then I was in a very male-dominated environment. So, you know, in the U.S., I know there's an a awesome movie called Hidden Figures. And which is a group of, you know, African American ladies. For me, they are the real hero behind the NASA, right? The project. And I remember the main character, Catherine, she had to run blocks away in order to go to the ladies room. I kind of experienced a similar situation of, cause often I was, you know, I was one of the youngest corporate executives then worse, quote to quote worse. I, I'm a woman. So they, were situation of I went to the important business meeting or board meeting and we don't have the ladies room on the same floor. And so that kind of just kind of tell you the situation. Then afterwards, even when I want to become an entrepreneur, wrote and published my own book, uh, A Little Girl Called Grace in 2012. In those days, there not many podcasts at all. So we had to pitch the traditional media like a magazine, a radio yeah. stations and TV network. So after three and a half months of intensive media training, I went to New York, you know, pitch those traditional uh, uh, media outlets. There were two 
very known digestive say a journalist we had the 90 seconds pitch time to each outlet 30 seconds in this gentleman stopped me and told me say listen it won't work and i i asked it oh is that because this angle of the pitch of the story is not good enough or what's the reason and he told me say you know, you are a big girl since you're in business. I think I just should tell you the truth. I said, yes, please. And he told me because you are not American, you are not British, English is not your first language. And so as American, I will not read you. So that's kind of like, oh, okay. And he said this front of 100 people behind me, right? Even then, I I, I feel very sad, very down. And I went back to hotel room you know, cry. But then but then I went home, I kind of told God, say, well, writing this book is your idea. It's a personal story. And uh, to write is difficult enough. To promote is even yes. more difficult. So what do you have in what do you have in mind? And uh, he said, Well, put your marketing hat on, go wow. to work. So after that trip, I came back and that moment, I think Facebook ads just got started. So yes, I put my marketing hat on and 60 days campaign we launched with Facebook ads and uh, we hit Amazon bestseller. And in 60 days, we sold over 13,000 books. And then we roll, you know, I mail a copy too. <laughs> wow. Did you hear? I'm just, now I got to ask, did you hear back from him? No, no, of course, of course not. not of course not. Because he, he made his point. Like, he probably had yeah. his uh, his way of approaching things with whomever it was, but particularly it, with your particular circumstance, he just had the thing that he was going to say and he said it and that was the end of it. Uh, life messed with the wrong girl and you did something about it, didn't you? Wow. Well, I would say, you know, they messed up with the wrong girl because the girl has a God that <laughs> is really, right? I love that. Uh, it, it just like a couple of years later, uh, in the entrepreneurial journey, a similar thing happened that, you know, I felt God asked me to start a podcast. So now my podcast is over five years now. So it was about five, six years ago. That moment I was in one of a very well-known business coach programs and he's so known that he was, he should uh, remain nameless. When he asked me, he said, Oh, so, you know, what do you want to do? Uh, the next step. And I said, Hey, I feel led to, uh, start a podcast. And his answer was, Oh, so you mean, you want to start a Chinese podcast? I say, no, because 90% of my clients are in English-speaking countries, especially in U.S., because we live in U.S. over 10 years. And he said, oh, well, here's the thing, Kelly. As American, I won't listen to your podcast because, you know, you have such a different accent. And I don't think British people will listen to your podcast either. So you have these obstacles, these challenges every step of the way growing up and in business. And supposedly, if you're hiring a coach and dealing with uh, with pr promotional marketing people, these are supposedly people who may want to help you because it would help them in their business. But you're getting these blocks all the way. Wow. So, but you went through anyhow. Tell us about some of the steps you went ahead and took 
that help you break through all these? What are some of the steps? What are some of the actions that you took to have a breakthrough? I often say that I don't like the phrase called self-made because、hmm. personally, I don't believe that it's a person is self-made. Okay,、uh, as a question, first of all, I know right in the Bible say who is the one give us a power to create wealth. That's number one, right? I know that、uh, I cannot be where I am today if not because of God. Number two, and because when God called us to a specific mission, right? His grace is over that specific mission. Now that grace also means the resources, the connection of the people. I got a lot of help along the way. While there are the naysayers, but on the The other side, you know, I also had people believing me. God literally, when I was still in self denial about, okay, come on, Lord, I really cannot start a podcast. You just, you just hear what that coach、right. told me, and yeah, God has the way that He made me to attend a conference in UK that specific year, while most of the people in that conference, it's. Awesome British podcasters, and when God asked me to attend a conference, I thought, well, okay. I mean, it's great as you know, in business, it's great to to make connection and thought. So, I, in I was in that mindset, I gotta go there to make a lot of friends and connection、sure. and all that. So there was a keynote speaker. Actually, he is from US. Is、uh, um, Dan Miller. Yeah. So Dan Miller, right? Forty eight days to to do the thing you love, right? And so、uh, Dan was speaking about you know the topic. I was like a couple of weeks before that because I look at the speaker list. So I followed Dan for a while, and so I went to his Facebook page, and it just happened he posted his lovely wife Joanne Miller's art, and you know talk about Joanne gonna have this new book come out with one of their granddaughter. So I thought, oh, actually it's awesome. Actually, it would be nice to speak to Joanne. So, so please notice all this is all going inside、yes. my heart. I did not speak it out. You know, I did not kind of pray about it or anything, right? So when we got to England, in London actually, and uh, uh, after Dan finished the,、uh, his speech, and then he gave the five minutes、uh, my time that people ask question. So people ask question and. I was the last one raised up a hand, and I was just want to ask a question. It nothing to do with business. I say, you know,、uh, Dan, I just really curious that how did you and Joanne manage to raise up three generations of entrepreneurs from home? That was、yes. my question. And Dan has a very big smile on his face, and he looked at me and said, "I wish more people ask that question." And he said, "You know, I can do it better. So I would like my wife answer your question. Why did not know? Nobody actually know the why was all the way in the back of the conference hall. We had that conference about three hundred plus people. So now I saw Joanne just walk past by me and went to the front. And be honest with you, Brad. That moment, whatever she was saying, I did not." Even here, because in my mind, I have conversation with God now. God is kind of telling me that, well, e little face, you don't think I will manage to get、mm-hmm. her to 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 see you in person, don't you? So 
after the conversation and we have a coffee break and everybody was queued up on a tech picture right. with Dan, a speaker, I was standing in distance and I was still in awe how that just happened. Then they weighed me over and then say, Kelly, right? You asked that question. I said, yes. And he said, oh, you know, it's a great question. And then Joanne asked me, what is your podcast? I said, I don't have one yet. That sounds like a bit of a God. That sounds like a bit of a God thing to me, Kelly, right there. Exactly. That moment I was like, ah, and then they went on to say, oh, so what is the podcast about? I said, I guess it will be something for Christian entrepreneurs. And then it, as if that they really did not hear my hesitation, as if that they did not really hear that I don't have a podcast just yet. And then when I said, oh, so do you want guests? I think that's a great topic. Do you want a guest? Do you want us help? I mean, people queue up, try to get them to on their podcast. Here I am. I don't have one. And they want to be on my show. That's awesome. Well, I've had the opportunity to have Dan on my podcast and actually to meet uh, his daughter, who's quite an entrepreneur as well. And uh, so, yeah, way to go. That's like a God thing there. And I'm really uh, into that. And I know a, a huge part of your focus, Kelly, is taking action, you know, and that's what you did. You weren't afraid to ask the question and you had a leading then to take the question from a little different angle towards family life and towards, uh, towards Joanne. God worked through that in order for a new opportunity to, to come. In fact, your focus, you say you're focused and passionate about helping Christian coaches, kingdom leaders, and service providers to help them grow their businesses elegantly. And I love the way you phrase that, but let's talk a little bit about this faith-based aspect and about in your life, about the faith-based part, about the Christian part, about the connection to higher power. How does that inform you? How does that not only inform, but form you, and especially in terms of your choice then to really uh, target uh, Christian entrepreneurs. Tell us a little bit about your faith life in terms of being an entrepreneur. It all started in 2012, and it was when we still live in Vegas. And one day on my birthday in November, about five o'clock in the morning, I I had my kind of little routine with the Lord when on my birthday I I take communion with the God okay. with God. So that morning, you know, I prepare my elements, my coffee, my Bible. And I was standing in the kitchen and all of a sudden I sense a very strong presence behind my back. And because I thought, oh okay, that probably is my husband, came downstairs to say happy birthday. Because that's a that real, that presence. So I even turned around and to see that you know, to about greet him. But when I turned, there was no people. So just to be clear, you felt that you felt an actual physical presence, not. Yeah. It's just somebody you stand so close to yes. behind your back. Okay. You will feel I'm with it, you. Right. And I turned around and there was nobody there. So I knew I'm quote to quote, I'm in trouble now. Because at the same time, all of a sudden, as if somebody take a spray pan, around my kitchen because now everything blur except my bible is clear and i also found that my knees are shivering that i need to um, use my two hand against the kitchen counter in order to still stand still 
Then I heard a voice. Happy birthday, Kelly. Oh, just, I just want to make clear, you heard like an audible voice, not like an inner voice. You heard some sort of an audible voice. I, I felt that I heard audible voice say, happy birthday, Kelly. And I say, thank you. Thank you, Abba. And then the following question is, I wasn't prepared for it. Then he asked me, what do you want for your birthday? Our two children then, they were young. They were in their toddler age. And as parents, we tried to you know, teach them about faith. So about three weeks before that day, we kind of wrote down a letter to God, right? So kids, they write down whatever they, they are believing God for, all the way from something little toy to the biggest ticket. It's my mother's salvation because my mother is the same woman who kicked me out of the house when I want to become a Christian. So that is the biggest item. So when God asked me, what do you want for your birthday? I was thinking right away, I was, well, I was thinking about that later. Somehow I was able to hold back because then I thought, if this is the only opportunity ever, I can answer that question. I better think three times before I open my mouth. My answer was, okay, Lord, this is going to sound cheesy, but if you can give King Solomon the wisdom, I would like that too. Also, I like for my children as well. No greater gift you can ask for than wisdom. And I, and I sense that he has a very big grin on his face. And he told me, since you ask, then it is granted. Oh, by the way, those things on that letter, also granted. Now, it's about side note. So about, about I think about less than 20 days, every single thing on that letter including my own mother's salvation, which I prayed for over 10 years, came to pass. What a joy. What a joy that has to be. And then we came back now to the, to the, the kitchen. Then God asked me, Sai, do you love me? I told Lord, say, can we skip three times, right? That just, that just hop to the final times. I, I said, Lord, you know my heart. He said, okay. I said, he said, after this place, which is Las Vegas then, you will still have, have one place to go. We did not know we would still move to another place before we came back to Switzerland. And uh, he said, you still have one place to go. After you guys go home, I need you to start to put a banner up to for, for Christian entrepreneurs. I asked Lord, say, why? You know, at that, at that moment, I had clients both from Christian okay. and non-Christians. You know, the business was fine, was doing well. I was thinking, why should I, you know, uh, nail down to, to just for Christian entrepreneurs. And, and, and then he said, he's, he's saying, he said, because a lot of my children don't know how to operate in the marketplace. I was serving inside the church. Uh, my husband and I, we were used to founding members of local church yes. in Las Vegas. And two years later, God calls us and said, no, now you can go, go back to marketplace because that's your place. And so he said, you know how to operate in the marketplace because each seven mountains, right? Each single mountain have its own measurement stick. So you felt a this calling then this and very distinctive i'm understanding you clearly uh, kelly from your calling on your birthday was for the gift of wisdom and then the mission of that wisdom was to apply it towards christian folks who either had a passion for an entrepreneur but needed the tools needed some marketing expertise needed some uh, coaching in order to accomplish that because 
I come from a faith-based background, pastor background, nonprofit background, and there's just a whole lot of folks in my world, our world, if you will, who don't get it, who don't know, don't have the tools or the means or the tracking to accomplish things that way. And sometimes there's even some spiritual blocks and so on. You know, I don't want to be a prophet and or make a prophet and so on like this. Am, am I correct? And this is what you felt you're calling to be. And if that's the case, then I'd like to hear some of the tools and some of the habits, some of the practices that you teach people and claim up with yourself. What is the major difference? What God has asked me to do, it's now kind of we narrow it down, we focus on what we call power one framework, power of one framework. And that even how that came along is not from my own wisdom. It's uh, in end of 2019, before I, I was invited to speak on a very uh, pretty prestigious entrepreneur event in London. Before that, I asked God, I said, what do you want me to share? Because the speakers were all in the A-list, you know. Uh, that was Chris Dawkins, you know, Summit. Uh, you know, his friends like Michael Hyatt, you know, Peg Flynn, you know. So I asked, what do you want me to share? And God said, just share that one thing that you always help your client to break through to the next level in the last 12 or 14 years. And so that was a non-Christian event. So I had to watch out how I presented. Yeah. Then God gave me that word, one. And I always said, okay. So that's where, how we say, how do you, you know, serve your number one client with your number one solution by uh, the number one communication and by the current best version of you. So it's a one, 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 one. Because most of the business or marketing program out there, they will tell you, go to find your avatar and then package your stuff and sell mm -hmm. it. But they forgot about the very important element is a business owner themselves. Yes. Because we all have those moments of we know exactly what we should be doing today, but we cannot pull ourselves mm -hmm. to do it. There is a gap between where you are now to where God is pulling you up to. And that is the identity not aligned right there. That's where that we will take that part first before we dive into serving your clients sure. and packaging offer. And so that's part of the process you teach on your power of one framework.com and at your site, uh, kellybader.com. And, and there's some strategies and some efforts and some passion that you have here. And I love the way you had talked about the action steps to grow and scale your business elegantly. I love, love that as well in terms of how people uh, can do this. Because I think what you touched on here is where I want to go next with you just for a couple minutes here, Kelly, and that's relationships. You talked about, you've talked about really two things. You talked about your, your, your kind of your, I like to call it the vertical, your relationship with, with God, your, your inner life, your personal life, that presence that was with you. But you've also now talked about how, that relationship with the entrepreneur themselves and with the customer or with the, the persons that they are serving is paramount as well. And I love it. I think it is a defining uh, part of your approach here. But let's talk about that, about how the power of relationships, emotion, the, the loving aspect of being an entrepreneur, uh, what's important about that? What is what, what can you help teach our audience about that, about how that's part of a transformation as well, that we have to have that emotional 
loving,、uh, sharing a servant's heart with others. I think you know, generally speaking, as Christians, we all have a heart. We want to help people, right? I think what what we are often lacking, what I see, is that you don't know how to communicate、okay. it properly. You you know you have to communicate because we are in living in this digital world, and there is no lack of information out there. So you really need to work on how you can not just communicate. That my mentor John C. Maxwell say how to connect、yes. with people. That happen in your in your website, the copy that happen in your email that that happen to your social media platform, your posts, everything, and also you have to really genuine. Uh, genuinely care about people, right? Because in kingdom principle is all about people, and if you are try to fake it, people can 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 smell it, you know, a mile away. So I think one of the biggest advantage I always say as Christians, actually, we should be the best marketer、mm, out、yes. there, right? Because we have a so、uh, much advantage, you know,、uh, from the biblical、yes. principle. And just look at Jesus' example, right?、Uh, he always reach out to different type of people. You know, he 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 will not just wait sit there and let people come to him, but he will reach out. Love your message, love your passion, but I, I would like to get very uh, uh, pragmatic and personal just for a minute in this sense here, Kelly, and that is. Let's talk about some people that you've served, and what I what the, the Beyond Adversity is all about is this transformative process from people being stuck in whatever it is. Because you could have been stuck anywhere along the line. You could have been stuck as that little girl, you know, with all kinds of family issues. You could have been one of those、uh, early business leaders who said you're not going to do that. You, lots of people would stop right there, wouldn't they? You know, lots of people would say be blocked right there. But you moved yourself through, and now you're working with people who may be facing similar adversities for whatever they are. They may be, maybe it is being a a woman,、uh, maybe it's being someone who has life experience, maybe it's a Christian who doesn't have a、uh, a wealth of confidence in the business world and the marketing world. But I'd like you to share maybe a story or two, at least one, about some person or company or some situation that you've worked with or been around that. Uh, has that you've seen some transformation? Yeah, I mean there are many,、uh, you know, clients love example. I call them clients love、uh, in my website. If you guys want to see, go ahead to you know have a look. But、uh, I not came to mind. I can share because many of them I can share. One came to mind right now. It's、uh, one of the、uh, pianists. Uh, she, you know, she's a very special pianist because for that kind of a、uh, uh, intimate luxury wedding pianist. So she's not only go there to play music for you, but she also basically compose music specifically for the couple. So it's very like a high,、uh, highly tailored and customized service, something like that. So when she came to me and then she told me she really got burned out because you know、uh, she had many requests, but she knew、uh, she she doesn't charge enough fee in order to do what the highly cut. A tailored service, right? That took a, that gonna take a lot of energy and resource and effort and stuff like that. And so I asked her, so you knew exactly you need to hire your, you know,、uh, raise your price and why you you're stuck, why you cannot. And she said, well, I am afraid that if I charge higher price, I will lose、uh, more clients and or I cannot find new clients. And this is a very typical and very common、yes. situation, right? 
and because the they, they don't have the confidence to uh, raise up their their price. So that moment is not about. There's no amount of external thing about okay. Let's try another tech tactic or marketing. That moment is precisely we say why we work in the power one is we need to work from inside out. So we actually in we instead of from outside in, we take the inventory of her, you know, good and bad and ugly, the experience, but also her expertise, and we dive into right her past. And all the situations. So then we we through the process, do the assessment, and then she realized and opened her eyes. She realized what she could offer is really a whole lot more valuable than what she thought. It's not about that money. The money, the price tag, we can put it on. There's no problem, but until you feel comfortable comfortable with it, so. After we were about like three weeks in, and then uh, she, there was an opportunity. She gonna go to a place like a little similar audition. A lot of couples would be there. She did her thing, and then in the end, of course, people asked her about her price. Then she created a new set of price sheets, and then she explained to them, "Okay, this is a package one and two and three. And she upped the prices three times than the price, the original wow. price. And then she got orders on the spot, booked. <laughs> and she was so excited. That was, we talked about 16,000 British pounds. We're not just talking about an incremental, we're talking about a significant increase, right? That was a 3X that for that kite. So, uh, and then she was so excited. She came back to our uh, small group of masterminds. She told us, you know, what a breakthrough of, uh, of that. But I think she was in tears. It's not, that tears is not for the price, but it's like she finally could see. It, affirm, it affirmed her value. You know, when we receive compensation, whether it's monetary compensation or uh, an accolade of some sort, or even a hug from my granddaughter, that is an affirmation of my value. And so what I'm hearing you say here, Kelly, is that, your teaching and your coaching is about helping people to transform and value themselves as a child of God and also someone who offers value to other people. And that's, uh, I love your part you say here, uh, one part in our, uh, in the materials about you is compassion driven uh, marketing. That's not only about compassion about others, but it's about yourself, isn't it? Yeah, because for me, pricing, it's about to honor both your clients and your own value. It's not just a number. Transformative thing we're talking about here, and I really uh, appreciate it. And and you're speaking to an audience that I think in some ways is underserved, meaning Christians uh, who are in the marketplace and want to really thrive in the marketplace. And I think uh, that there's a great uh, value in that. And I thank you uh, for your service. Her name is Kelly Bader. She is the CEO of Influential Entrepreneurs, LLC. Kelly, if folks want to reach out to you and make a connection with you, how can they do so? Uh, everywhere in the social media is Kelly Bader. And the last name is special because my husband is a German name, B-A-A-D-E-R. And if you are one of those people that you are interested about the Power One Framework, and just go to powerwhenframework.com forward slash masterclass. And because that's a free masterclass that you can learn from. And we can go from there.
And we'll put connections to all of those things on our show notes at drbradmiller.com. Our special guest today on the Beyond Adversity podcast, she's involved with a number of things. Her book is A Little Girl Called Grace. Her, her podcast is the Christian CEO podcast, and she is the CEO of Influential Entrepreneurs, LLC, focusing on advancing Christ-centered entrepreneurs, among other folks. Our guest today on the Beyond Adversity podcast for Dr. Brad Miller, we are so thankful to have Kelly Bader with us today. Thank you, Kelly. That was powerful. I hope that you heard the transformative power of our conversation with Kelly Bader today. Remember, she blogs and she's got lots of great resources at her website, kellybader.com. That's K-E-L-L-Y-B-A-A-D-E-R.com. Let's talk about one key takeaway from our conversation today. And that one key takeaway is what she calls the power of of one. And I like to look at this from two different angles. One is the vertical angle, one is the horizontal angle. The vertical angle, and we talked at length about this, is the connection with God. I call that the vertical. She knows that she's a child of God. She talked about her spiritual and her prayerful experiences. The story about her in the kitchen on her birthday was just, that was just awesome, wasn't it? So that's the how Christ has formed her personally and informed her and helped her overcome a lot of the personal challenges that she had. The horizontal piece is how she then transforms that relationship with God into a relationship with other people and focusing on the needs of others, such as her clients or the customers of her clients, making that one person your number one focus with your number one communication process with the current best part of yourself. It's a Christ-centered, I believe, approach, this horizontal and the, the vertical and the horizontal, which is successful. And that is a great way to embody Christ in the business world. That's a great way, if you will, to be a Christian CEO. So on the Beyond Adversity podcast, we focus on transformational stories, just like the one told by Kelly uh, Bader today. Transformational stories, which will give you indeed a process to overcome adversity, to achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. We have done that now over the course of over 160 episodes, which focus on processes and plans and ways that you can practically get out of being stuck in depression or divorce or disease or debt or death and find a way out. My background is in Christian ministry and I have a doctoral degree in transformational leadership and I'm here to help you and to bring you this process. Go to drbradmiller.com. We've got a free gift for you there where we have a complete archive of all these amazing episodes of great authors and teachers and leaders who can speak into your life. My name is indeed Dr. Brad Miller. I hope that you will enjoy me on my mission of helping people indeed to face and overcome adverse life events and achieve personal freedom, the personal freedom of a life of peace and prosperity and purpose. So please join me here next week as we have another great episode on the Beyond 
Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. Until next time, though, good people, please remember that you grow through what you go through. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. You can find a complete archive of all episodes at drbradmiller.com. That's drbradmiller.com. Or subscribe for free through Apple Podcasts and never miss an episode. Each week, we bring you a message to crush adversity and live your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose.